Hi everyone. Perhaps this is a brand new week for you. Perhaps this is the middle of the week or the end. Whenever and whatever you're listening to this, I want to first start this episode by sending you a big hug from where I find myself located today. Sending you a big hug full of warmth, love, and light. And it has been a very difficult week, and two weeks actually at this point, uh, for all of our humanity. Witnessing horrible acts of violence and the suffering of many, many human beings. And to be honest with you, it was difficult to find even the words to kind of like bring myself to record episodes because sometimes things feel so heavy that it almost feels like no matter what we say is really not gonna do much but then I was reminded of my own way of thinking and believing in the way that life works I was reminded by other people of the importance and the power of the life force of creativity. And you may have heard another one of my episodes before, and I probably talk about this a lot, but there's one specific episode in which I talk about the power that we have to create a more beautiful world. So I needed this reminder myself because my heart just feels heavy and and I truly just want to make sure that I am not I'm not creating more suffering, more hurt on those that are really being that are really close to this war that is happening right now. But then I I was reminded again to the importance of this creative life force that we are conduits of and that we can allow this this energy to come through us and we can create and we can imagine a world in which this horrible violence and this horrible separation doesn't exist so I want to remind you today of this power that you hold, the power that you hold in your creations, the power that you hold in imagining a world in which love is the ruler, the power that you hold in your relationships. And specifically, I wanted to share something about the power that you hold in the way that you communicate with others. This week, um, when I'm recording this, I was going to share one of the previously recorded episodes uh, for the podcast. I was going to share that with my newsletter subscribers. And then as I was editing editing that podcast, I I just had this realization that, you know, it, it didn't feel good in my heart to share that specific podcast because I was talking about 
you know the this this idea that a lot of times we don't have an explanation of why things are happening and the way in which i was talking in that podcast while it is i still believe everything that i said that i recorded was true i think there is a time and a place to talk about different topics and when the wound is open and it's still bleeding there are different steps to take care of that wound and perhaps by me sharing that episode that i had recorded in which i talked about that you know sometimes we don't know why things happen and then that kind of like created the whole the whole speech the whole conversation i felt like perhaps this was kind of like a a healing talk or speech or if i still if i want to bring in the analogy of the wound i think this would have been a an action that the wound was not necessarily ready for you know sometimes we have to clean up the wound when we get a cut you know we need to clean it up we need to make sure that it's disinfected we need to make sure that perhaps if it's swollen we need to take antibiotics or we need to put something to make it um, at least less vulnerable to external debris and then perhaps we um, we stitch this cut right and then the body will take care of the healing so in this way, when I when I was going to share this episode, I just felt in my heart that by sharing it in this moment in which a lot of us and a lot of human beings have an open wound that is still bleeding, perhaps I was rushing to take a step in the healing process that it is it is not it is not the best to take right at this second. And I understand that when I share an episode, multiple people listen to it at different times. But in my heart, it just didn't feel right. So with that in mind, the idea of like this timing, knowing when to share something, I decided to look back and bring some of the teachings from the Buddha. And one of the teachings from the Buddha is traditionally is the idea of right speech. And the Buddha defines right speech as abstaining from lying, divisive speech, abusive speech, and idle chatter. So idle chatter, I think for our modern world, I translate that into gossip, into just talking to fill up this space. And I find like a lot of us do that. Silence is not something that we're very comfortable with. So we try to fill up the space and the moments in which we are around people 
with idle chatter. And sometimes in that effort to cover that silence, we, we just say things that are not very intentional, that they don't have a specific purpose, and sometimes they can even be hurtful. Me, even being someone that loves silence, I find myself that in some environments, that silence is like, ooh, it is hard to, to just kind of be there and surrender to that silence. So this is something that happens to all of us. But I think that in this time, we are not necessarily, I mean, this idle chatter, gossip, you know, just talking to fill out the space happens all the time. But I think, I think in this time of just violence and wars and separation and division, there are a couple other things that um, right speech kind of like reminds us of. Specifically the divisive speech, abusive speech. Lying, of course, is something that is going to happen during this time as well. But there are some things that we, we are kind of like more in our control during these times. And within the right speech, the Buddha also shares five guidelines for well-spoken speech. And those five guidelines are, is it timely? Is it true? Is it gentle? Is it beneficial? And is it spoken with a mind of goodwill? And again, the reason why I thought about sharing both on my newsletter and here in this episode about right speech is because this idea of is it timely has truly been in my heart in the past two weeks as we see all of this fear and suffering arise in our human family. Because I think it is very difficult for us, especially as the outsiders, the ones that are not necessarily so in the middle of this conflict. It is easy for us to default to put our opinions out there. And perhaps you may hear some of the the humans and our friends and neighbors and people that we know asking for our voice to say something and while i completely understand where that comes from because we all want to be heard we want to be supported especially when we're suffering especially when we're hurting especially when we're in fear we want to be supported we want to be heard we want to be listened to we want to make sure someone is empathizing with us. And I think something that has become very clear to me is that supporting someone doesn't necessarily mean sharing my opinion with them. But instead, how can I create a space for them or how can I show them that I empathize with them, that I empathize with their suffering? 
you know, this is a good time, I guess, for me to bring in this idea that the reason why my podcast is called The Way of the Heart is because the way of the heart has been forgotten. We know the way of the mind. And the mind is going to want to have answers. It's going to have, it's going to want to have something to grasp on so that we give meaning to the feelings that we're feeling. So with that idea for all of us, when we suffer, we want that explanation or we want, we want to kind of like contain that feeling in a in an explanation and that is that is normal that is what our brain our mind wants to do but i personally feel like for my friends my own experience with my friends that are in the middle of this conflict the ones that are hurting because their families their friends their community is hurting. I have found that if I reach out and I ask, how are you? How is your family? Know that I have you in my heart, that I have you in my mind, that I have you in my prayers, in my meditation, that I'm sending you the best energy possible so you can find moments of peace, moments of balance, moments of calmness. And none of them have responded with, what's your opinion on this conflict? So I'm reminded that the way of the heart is this gentle way in a way that also opens up this space and create a space for connection. My loved ones, my friends, that are hurting and that are in the middle of this conflict, they truly don't even want my opinion about this conflict because they also know that we are on the outside. We don't know. It's not our own experience. I personally, even though I have read multiple books that have shared some of the history behind this conflict, I still consider myself fully ignorant because I am not the one. My flesh is not there and it's not experiencing this conflict. So what I have found is that following the way of the heart is creating space for the hurt and the suffering of my friends. It's creating space for them to express their feelings, regardless of what I think about it, of what's happening. The way of the heart is reaching out to those that I know in this moment are suffering. Reaching out is choosing to connect and not to disconnect anymore because of the rational explanations that we are quickly defaulting to. The way of the heart is thinking about, is this a good time for me to say my opinions, to share my opinions? 
is this true what i'm sharing or are there multiple truths am i being gentle with the way that i'm sharing or the way that i'm showing up for others is this somewhat beneficial what i'm gonna say is this going to truly help with the conflict or is this going to create more division is this going to create more hurt is this spoken with a mind of good will or is this just my ego my mind trying to show that i know something that i read something so i must know better and we all have that pre-programming our ego runs the show all the time and this is why i always talk about balancing our ego knowing it enough to know when it's going to show up in ways that are not beneficial and while this is a time of incredible heartbreak suffering and all of those things that just create the human experience and make it that much more difficult it is also a time for us individually to look within and to rise above all of these pre-programmings that we've had that have created more separation, more disconnection. This is an additional kind of like idea that I've kept within me that sometimes it sounds funny, but in my heart, I truly question this. A few weeks back, there were multiple videos and news about UFOs and contact and how there's the US military has some evidence of extra, um, I don't think they call them extraterrestrials, but non-human biological remains and i questioned like what would happen if we had a public contact with a different life form right now in the middle of this conflict what would humanity do would we go back to reframe like who we are as a family as a species And again, I, I sometimes in some contexts, this is funny because this is not a topic that we are very used to talking about. Just recently, it became a little bit more mainstream. And perhaps in the future, as the podcast progresses, I will be able to share a little bit more about my own beliefs and my own relationship with this type of topics. But it's truly a question that I keep in my heart, that is, it is alive in my heart because the way of the heart reminds me of that. The way of the heart has shown me that I am connected with every single human being in this planet, that I am connected with every single life form in this planet, 
and that if I hurt one, we are all hurting. So this was kind of like an added topic there and a question that just brings me back to this, this connection with everyone around me. But I, before I end this podcast, I just wanted to remind you again of the guidelines of right speech shared by the Buddha. Is it timely? Is it true? Is it gentle? Is it beneficial? And is it spoken with a mind of goodwill? My invitation with this is to keep it in your awareness. Keep these guidelines in your awareness as we see the suffering, the heartbreak among our human family. Perhaps one or more of these guidelines resonates with you and helps create more kindness in the interactions you'll have in your social circles and platforms where you show up. And lastly, I wanted to share a quote that I shared with the newsletter subscribers by Lao Tzu. It says, kindness in words creates confidence. Kindness in thinking creates profoundness. Kindness in giving creates love. And I specifically resonate with the first part of this quote, kindness in words creates confidence. Because many of us during this time struggle with what should I say? And again, there's something about the situation that is kind of forcing us to speak up. And we don't find the words, the right words. So remember, kindness in words creates confidence. So the way that I like to think about that is if I make sure that whatever I'm sharing, even though I don't know exactly what to say because it's so complicated and because I don't want to hurt anyone, if I choose to be kind, if I choose to see the humanity in the middle of this conflict, this will give me confidence to speak up. Because I know I'm doing it from a place of goodwill. Because I know kindness is going to be beneficial for these times. Because I know it is timely to speak with kindness during a time where everything we seem to be looking at is telling us that we are being guided by hate. So with that, I just wanted to leave all of these reminders here. I really hope that whatever you are, you're finding a way to keep your creative life force alive, that you're cultivating that, that you're using your heart, 
your creativity, your imagination to create a more beautiful world. A world driven by our hearts. I love you so much. Sending you so much love from here. Yeah.